This meets that. We made it this far. We've done it. We did it. I'm Russ, and I'm here with my co-host Jared as other host. Other host. Sorry, co-host implies that you're lesser than the exactly. Main. Yeah, right. thank sorry. you. Other hosts, uh, Jared, uh, co-founder, if you will, or other mm. founder. Yeah, other founder. <laughs> founder, the founder, founder. Uh, and we made it to six episodes, um, and here we are. What are we talking about for our sixth episode, Jared? We have. Uh, show dogs, one that I was pushing really hard for, and I'm glad I did. To the point where I was like, I don't. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I believe you said we were going to be punching down a lot, uh, and then I mean, changed your tune. <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah, I changed my tune to this deserves some punching. <laughs> I think, I mean, the tagline really says it all, right? Unleashed and undercover. Like, what, yeah. hmm? what more do you need? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. uh, and the reason why I thought we were punching down a bit, it, I mean, it technically is a family movie and for kids. Sure. And my thing is family movies should still be good. <laughs> like there, <laughs> there are a lot of good family movies. It doesn't need to be crappy because it's for kids. <laughs> and I went into this thinking it was going to be crappy. Uh, instead, I thought I can't wait for show dogs too. So right. yeah. Give so you want me to read the, the, give us the log line, give us a quick spin of what we're talking about. Yeah, so uh, you gave me two of these, and I did not preview them ahead of time, but I think I'm going to like the second one more. So after a failed attempt to recover a stolen baby panda, police dog Max reluctantly teams up with a human FBI agent named Frank, uh, which I think is really good to mention now because I did not remember Will Arnett's character was named Frank until maybe three quarters of the way through the, at the end when he's like, <laughs> oh, I think I've heard Frank the most. <laughs> You're like, wait, his name was Frank? The entire time? <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad we called that out at the beginning. Uh, a hot tip leads Max and Frank to Las Vegas for the world's most exclusive dog show. Ooh, intrigue. To find the panda, Max goes undercover as a contestant to get the lowdown from his fellow canines. With help from their new friends, the crime-fighting duo must now foil another kidnapping plot and rescue valuable animals from a gang of greedy smugglers. And if you're wondering how a panda gets involved with the dog show, <laughs> you're going to have to keep listening. I mean, it sounds like a rip-roaring good time. <laughs> Plenty of hijinks, I think, right? So you know, many like, hijinks. Ugh. So some of the quick info on this one. Uh, directed by Raja Gosnell. Gosnell? Yep. Uh, Big fan of the Gosnell verse. Yeah, the Goss, not the <laughs> not the the other Goss. He's direct. So his list of, of credits here include uh, Home Alone three, possibly mm-hmm. the best of the Home Alones. Also, possibly the only non dog related movie that he has done. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, he's got two in there. Though. Yeah, Home Alone three. Yeah, and I said with biting sarcasm there. Um, never been kissed. That's with. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen it. I haven't either. Oh, well, I guess we're not qualified to talk about it. Here we are not. We're not really qualified to talk about anything, but whatever. <laughs> Big Mama's House. Did you see that? No. No. Is that a Tyler Perry? That's what I thought. I think so. Um, Scooby-Doo 1 and 2. Yep. Do- we're getting to the dog movies. Dog movies. Uh, Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Yep. So wait, do you say Chihuahua? Chihuahua. Interesting. I, I heard someone wow. say Chihuahua for the first time the other day, and what I was you, pretty rattled about it. Chihuahua. 
Ah, ah, ah. Chihuahua. Chihuahua? Yeah, Chihuahua. There's A's. It's not... Where are you getting the wow? Chihuahua? Chihuahua? Yeah. Chihuahua. Okay, yeah, I'd buy that. I mean, yeah, I so I don't know. It was just, it was interesting. I'm glad that you said it that way because okay. it, val- it validated that other person. Well, now I won't feel like an idiot or uh, I'd be an unknown idiot saying Chihuahua, you know? Yeah. Chihuahua. Chihuahua. Yeah, keep this in the podcast. Oh, this is staying in. Uh, and then he wrapped <laughs> up his, his credits with the Smurfs one and two as well. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think are dog related, but I also haven't seen them enough to know. So they're live action CGI. Wait, no. Yeah. Oh, oh, CGI. Oh, wait. No, they're, they're live, live action. It's like yeah, well, well, like what every movie people say is like we're gonna make a live action version of this, but it's like actually still CGI animated, but it's you have what? like live actors in it. I thought they were like cartoons. The Smurfs movies have people in them. Yeah, Smurfs one and two. Yeah. Isn't uh, what's his face from The Simpsons the guy who voiced like every character on there? I think he plays Gargamel. Wait a second, and there's a third one. They got rid of him for the third one. Yeah. Were they yeah. so unhappy with how he did on one and two? Yeah. Oh, this looks atrocious. Yes. We should do yeah, the Smurfs. Maybe in a coming up episode. Um. Yeah. Isn't uh, isn't uh, what's his face there? Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, he's in it. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's in one of them. I don't know. I'm looking at a picture of Neil Patrick Harris right now. <laughs> We're getting wildly sidetracked here, but um, <laughs> it's fine. These are things that happen, you know? Right. Yeah. It's, it's our podcast. Happens, we... It happens when you record things live, you know? Yeah. We can do whatever we want. That I'll edit later. Um, <laughs> so this, so this, this movie actually has like a lot of, a lot of decent actors in it. Yes. And that's why I insisted that we do it because it, I, I was like, the cast is so good. The reviews are so bad. There has to be something going on here. There has to be good middle ground here. So you got Will Arnett as Frank, the FBI guy. You got Ludacris, who's the voice of Max the dog. Right. Uh, Natasha Leone, she's uh, plays the, one of the dog groomers, right? Yeah, amazing actress. She's great. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, I actually saw her speak at a at a thing one time. It's great. Weird. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Stanley Tucci, completely. Yeah. You can't have a movie without Stanley Tucci. Without the Tucci? In, in general. <laughs> I mean, you know, without the, without the Tucci? Yeah, you have to have the Tucci. Uh, Shaq, a.k.a. Shaquille O'Neal. Right, which again, you can't have a movie without Shaq. <laughs> At least a mention of Shaq. <laughs> if he can be in it, better. <laughs> uh, and Gabriel Iglesias. Uh, Alan Cumming, who's also a great actor. Yep. yep. Uh, RuPaul. Anders yep. Holm, Blake Anderson, and Kate, uh, I got to pronounce this wrong, probably, but Misucci, Misucci, whatever. Mikuchi, Misucci, yeah, Mis- who knows? Yep. Misucci. Sorry. Apologies uh, to Kate. Don't worry. She hasn't, she's never going to listen to this. Um, might, she might. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, loaded cast, I would say, right? I mean, there's nothing. Yeah, unbelievable cast. I mean, that's a, that might be a bit much, but. What are, you, what are you talking about? This, these are these are all stars. Like, how bankable is Will Arnett? He's in a million things. He's on primetime TV now for uh, uh, the Lego show there that I love. Did you watch the Lego show? It's so good. No. <laughs> oh man, it's Lego Masters. That's the name of it. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's the host I mean, of that. Ludacris, super bankable. Like, you know, still featuring on. A song all here and there. Fast and Furious movies ever, right? Sure. Isn't he all in all those? Anyways. Yeah, Natasha Leone up and like, she's been in a ton of good stuff I mean, in the last in the, like five to ten years. Oh, yeah, yeah. Orange I mean, is the New Black and like. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then uh, Russian Doll, right? Yeah, r- yeah, uh, amazing. 
So I'm saying all star, all star cast. Shaq, dude, Shaq doesn't, Shaq does not show up unless you are uh, the general or, <laughs> uh, or Ben Gay. Like he is selective, you know? <laughs> He's very choicy in his parts. So that, yeah. Okay. So uh, screenwriters, just uh, two, two guys, I don't think anyone's ever heard of Max Botkin and Mark Hyman, but it's important to note that because there's part of the fast facts, which is going to be a little intense, a little dark. Yeah. Yeah. And apologies to you, Max and Mark, when you listen to this for what Russ just said, I'm sure someone's heard of you. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know, hey, no one's heard of us. No one cares. <laughs> Yeah, so far. That's what I'm saying. Don't burn bridges before we even get this off the ground. <laughs> what if we well, need these guys? Anyway, I'm just saying, like, they haven't written much, haven't done much. I mean, they did that. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Okay. They're going to do our biopic about this podcast. I'm being a little negative here, aren't I? Start, I'm starting off on a negative foot here. Let's yeah. I'll scale it back a notch. Buck up. Yeah. Whew, I don't know. It's raining out. Um, so, this, <laughs> so, crazy facts are, uh, you know, so we got production numbers. So, the budget for this was five and a half million dollars. Yep. And, and, and tell me how much money it made. It made worldwide 40 million dollars. Amazing. Yeah. This movie's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> That's wildly profitable. Somehow they must have paid Will Arnett like $20,000. Like I don't. <laughs> well, we actually watch this movie. You, you understand like all everyone is in here other than Natasha Leone and Will Arnett are. Everyone else is just they're just voice acting. So they came in and probably did like a half a day's worth of work, which is, you know, probably not a ton. They, I mean, they probably still make a shit ton of money, but in terms of um, movie budget, it's probably pretty low. Right. Plus there's so many of them that like each of them have maybe five minutes of screen time. So yes. there's like there's so little actual lines being delivered. Yeah. By any one person. Right. Probably most of the budget was uh, probably all the animal trainers and shit. Like, I mean, there were a lot of dogs on the, on the set there, but yeah. And the CGI was something else. <laughs> Don't even get me started. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll get into it. <laughs> we'll get into it. Um, cool. So that's, that's where we're set up here. Uh, all right. Pitch me this movie, man. Here's what I got for you. Zootopia meets Ride Along. Both of these buddy cop movies, one of them animals, one of them not. Uh, but it's got all of the amazing humor of Ride Along. Coupled with the heartwarming moments from Zootopia, this movie was, uh, I'd say, you know, incredible must-watch for all families. <laughs> I don't know what your agenda is here with this. <laughs> just like, just like Zootopia and Ride Along, I think are also both must-watch movies. I mean, Zootopia definitely. I don't think I saw Ride Along, but oh, you're missing out. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Hart's finest. Okay. Um, I went with uh, It's Canine meets Beverly Hills uh, Chihuahua. Okay, okay. Very animal. I mean, I used the the director's other movie he made, but you get the canine, classic, you know, Belushi, German Shepherd, buddy cop, dog movie. Can't beat it. Uh, And then Beverly Hills Chihuahua, which I never saw, so... I mean, me neither. So wait, how do you, all right. So you're doing a, you're doing a, this meets that with a movie you've never seen. Yeah, why not? <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> why not? What's your leg to stand on there? Like I, I literally looked at the poster of the movie and was like, yeah, this is probably just the <laughs> yeah. same thing. Yeah. This is probably that. <laughs> it's probably, yeah, this, this is probably that. 
that's probably talking real it's like real dogs with like stupid talking animation mouths yeah this is probably about right yeah it's like it's like it's like canine meets turner and hooch (laughs) (laughs) it's like this director is like man i didn't quite nail it with beverly hills uh trial there so let me try again with uh you know show dogs yeah worth it i'm glad you did (laughs) all right so we're going to start diving into, uh, let's get to Fast Facts. Fast Facts. Yeah, Fast Facts. So hard to find Fast Facts for this one, except. <laughs> uh, Most, the yeah, darkest Fast Fact we may ever talk about. What a controversy for such a profitable, uh, great, well-written movie. Um, so apparently it was released uh, and then very quickly it had to be edited and re-released because audiences were concerned uh, that the movie was normalizing child grooming. Well, um, there's one particular scene in right. the movie. Yeah. Right. So when uh, when he's getting like checked out and they're doing the usual you know dog stuff like looking at his teeth and lifting up his ears and whatnot, apparently there's also a part of that scene where uh, the judge is inspecting Max's genitals, and. Uh, one of the other one of the other champion dogs is like just go to your just go to your zen place like this will be over soon don't worry and like someone who wrote this movie thought that was a good idea and apparently yeah. got through all the way to the final production yeah like all the way to like, the, to like that's i think the other the uncomfortable part is like someone wrote this like all right whatever it's like i, I, I mean i get the did, did maybe you get the joke i don't know i mean i get the joke but yeah, but presumably somebody edited this and was like, oh, no, that stays. Good idea. Oh, yeah, that's gonna, yeah, that's going to stay in there. Yeah, no one's going to have any problem with that. Remember, this is a movie for fucking kids right now. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, so needless to say, parents were not psyched about. Nope. Um, and actually, they edited out within the, the next week. I think like the first week, initial week yeah. that came out, right? And then they edited it for like the, the following uh And it still made $39 million. Still made $39 million. <laughs> Because it's good. That's what eight times, almost eight times its budget. Yeah. Oh, quick math there. Look at us doing math. Wildly um, profitable. So this whole thing, this this is a whole controversy. It's kind of interesting that this is the only thing that's popped up, but it's it's crazy. Um, and it even led to one of the the, the co screenwriters, uh, Max Bodkin, came out and said um, he claimed that one he didn't write these scenes. Of course, that's the person you'd probably say. Right. Uh, and then he claims the movie was heavily rewritten uh, by the other uh, credit writer, uh, Mark Hyman, and then like 12 other uncredited writers. Like, Nothing suspicious about that. <laughs> nothing suspicious about that. I would say that's, I mean, it's definitely less suspicious than the, like, the 50 uh, producers on the, the Speed Kills uh, thing. Like that's definitely sure. a money laundering movie, but this is a little... Oh yeah, no, this is a legit pick. Will Arnett is not getting into some kind of money laundering scheme. No, we're gonna uncover <laughs> like that. John though. Travolta would. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna uncover that though. I think in, in following episodes. But anyways, um, yeah, yeah. So that's a, that's a that's a that's a dark that's a dark place. A little fast fact there. Yeah, and that's it. That was really all we could find. <laughs> yeah, nothing else interesting happened about this movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it still made thirty nine million dollars. Yeah. Oh, not less. Well, so I guess a little bit of fast fact. I did read somewhere that you know. Remember the doggy date scene on the roof there? Mm. Uh, they're they're cutting to the picnic, and they show like all the the food on the picnic blanket. And then I guess they when they cut to it a second later, all the stuff's gone. Like well, little mistake. 
Ah, goof. I like it. A little goof. Yeah. I like goofs. I like finding goofs. I love those. I like that. That's good. The final fast fact. Maybe we should have goof, goof, fast goofs. Uh, well, yeah, we'll workshop that. We'll workshop that. <laughs> we'll, we'll audience test it. <laughs> uh, all right. So, yeah, let's get into this. Uh, and to be warned from this point on, spoilers galore. If you're oh. worried about show dogs being spoiled and you're worried about the twists and turns that this movie takes. Yeah, if you listen to the trailer trash that we did last time about this and you didn't watch it, shame on shame you. Shame on you. Shame. 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 A, a curse on your house. We're throwing tomatoes at you and lettuce. Rotten yeah. lettuce. Rotten lettuce. It's going to be bad rotten lettuce. Yeah, and if you did and you watched it and you loved it like I did or didn't love it like Russ, then you'll enjoy the rest. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's it. So, you, let's talk about the beginning here. These pigeons. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Should I talk about my little, my little weird, my my weird gaff with the Amazon Prime there? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Look, pull, pull pull back the curtain, Russ. <laughs> I mean, I edit this out later. I don't know. Oh, don't weird? edit this. No. <laughs> yeah. Th- this so is I a window the, into your life. <laughs> so I, yeah. <laughs> Going to my yes. So I started the movie and it opens with the universal logo, right? We all know and love. And there's someone narrating what I'm seeing and they're like, stars. Wait a second. So, <laughs> what? There's a vocal narration. I thought that the, I thought you were talking about like a closed caption that said this. No, it was a vocal narration. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You definitely had on the assistance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I'd never heard of. And I was like, I, you know, obviously I, you know, I, yeah, did, I didn't know it existed on Amazon Prime. Yeah. And apparently it was on. I don't know why. I have absolutely no idea what that feature be on, but it was, yeah, English with audio description. Love it. it was basically just describing all of the production logos. And I was like, this is, what, what is this intro? I thought it was like leading to a joke and then it never did. And I was like, oh, this is no, going to no, be, no. be a problem. So, yeah, I don't know. That's how my movie started. <laughs> so then we get to the pigeons. <laughs> then we get to the pigeons. Who I thought were going to be the star of the movie. <laughs> it's yes. called Show Dogs. I was like, oh, maybe that was a trap. Yeah, I mean, so it opens on a couple of pigeons flying through the sky. They're talking about being on a case with a dog, right? Uh, yep. they're, they're flying up to uh, a dock area, right? Yep. Which is where most shady crimes happen. Yep. They're chatting around about a dog, Max, right? Yep. They're apparently best friends. Yep. They're all best friends, apparently. Yep. Uh, I, I immediately was endeared to them. I feel like they were making a bunch of funny jokes. I'm glad I found out later that it was uh, Honor's home and uh, Blake Anderson there. And um, I, I already forgot her name, damn it. Kate, 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 Kate Mikuchi, uh, They were And they were great. They were super entertaining, super fun, great with dog puns immediately. Uh, everything about it, loving, loving. Because you love a good dog pun, don't you? I love dog. Do you not love dog puns? I don't know if I've encountered it enough to really either fall in love or out of love with them. But yeah, they're like they're just palling around. But at the same time, Max, who we haven't been introduced to formally yet, is uh, looking at a boat. Like you can tell, he's trying to do some detective work. He's like running around. Yeah. Dog, mind you. Yeah. Sure, but you oh. can tell he's a detective dog. 
<laughs> well, yeah, because he's got the badger on his neck for, you know. Right. Spell it out for me. <laughs> I have to know. Uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, in witnessing a crime happening, he's seeing things being loaded off of a boat. He's, they're getting loaded into a car. Yep. Lots of suspicious activity. Uh, and then there's a cage, though, placed on the ground between two henchmen, I believe. Yep. yep. And then the curtain pulls up, and we've got a panda inside, the, a fully CGI panda inside the cage. Adorable. My first thought is the they Hi. spent all of the CGI budget on – no, no, no. They spent all the CGI budget on the panda. And then you thought, <laughs> yeah. well up and cry because it's adorable panda. Right, because it's, it's the cutest panda of all time. Uh, and so the dog's talking to the panda and you're like, okay, I guess in the universe that we're in, pigeons and dogs and pandas all can talk to each other. A lot of cross animal communication happening. Yep. Totally fine. No apps uh, needed. Yep. And then uh, he goes after the driver of the sketchy car, which is Will Arnett in a fantastic costume. It's, it's like a, it's a, yeah, it, like he bought it at like a Halloween costume shop and it's like the, oh yes, I'd like to be an old Nordic dock worker look. Oh, I thought it was great. I thought it was perfect. Really like the mustache seemed real to me. So if you're, if you're like, a, if you're like a mega criminal, you're like, I need a driver. Uh, you would hire that guy. Yeah. In a heartbeat. I'd be like, you know what? You look like a trustworthy dock worker. <laughs> if that guy showed up. Like, I don't know how the hiring process works for henchmen, uh, drivers, but if he showed up and was like, yeah, I'll be your driver. I'm pretty good. Here's my, here are my stats, you know? Sure. Okay. Minimal That's, car accidents. Uh, I once exactly escaped, how it goes. Yeah. I once escaped a chase from Jason Bourne. It's like, oh, that's pretty good, you know, or something like that. Um, but the beard and the mustache and the hat, I'd be like, I don't know. Those look a little fake. <laughs> Disagree. Disagree. And, uh, and, then we get into the first confusing element of this movie, I think, which is it seemed to me that Will Arnett and Max the dog are having a conversation. When, so when, okay, so when Will Arnett's character hops out, who is undercover, FBI agent. We don't uh, know that yet. Trying to, cra- oh, well, you don't know this yet, you know, yep. of course, but whatever. Uh, they're loading up, the, they're loading up the, the panda into the back of the, into back of the, the car. Um, yeah, Will Arnett's character pops out and the dog, Max, runs, jumps on him, takes him down. And it seems like they're talking to each other, I thought. Yeah, they're, talk- they're definitely talking to each other. Yeah, I, think, I think the way that this movie was written was they wrote it that they were talking to each other and then they're yeah. like, oh, that's kind of dumb. Let's not do that the rest of the movie. Let's, <laughs> let's stop that right now. <laughs> like, it was like too, much, like too much of a strain to ask Will Arnett to like act like talking to a dog. It was like, yeah. <laughs> Let's just, let's just have it be like inner thoughts that are happening. Yeah. You're like, you know what? Let's scrap that, but let's make sure we keep that dot, that touching the dog's junk. Let's keep that in. Yeah. That's, that's a good scene. Yeah. We're going to keep that one and go to your Zen moment about all of this. <laughs> so they have a little battle. Uh, Max pulls off his, his disguise, uh, you know, crazy. Oh no. Bad guys freak out. They're yep. terrible, terrible henchmen. There's only two of them or three of them anyways. Right. Uh, yeah. At best. I don't even remember. Who knows? And then <laughs> we get like... Doesn't, they don't factor in at all. So. <laughs> no, so the main guy, main villain guy, I think hops in the car and drives off. Will Arnett's still on the ground. Then we got one henchman who like freaked out, uncon- like for like crazily freaked out. It's like, dude, relax. It's just a dog. Like, And he freaks out and just starts running. 
Yep. And then we get like a weird, uh, oh, that's right, we had, a, we had a dog, we had another dog that the henchman brought on to yep. see in the docks, right? And that gives us our first dog-on-dog uh, -dog CGI fight, which lasts like half a second. Yep. It's and they rough. also talk. They talk to each other, so you're like, it's okay. Right. They say some bad lines to each other. Max just boots him right off into the, into, into the water. He's like, boom, we're done. Yep. Conversation is over. Presumably that dog died. Like, we never saw that dog again. I mean, I don't even know if he knows how to swim. Probably not. Where's he going to get up? So then there's a chase. <laughs> then there's the chase, right? And before the chase, we we pan back to the pigeons who were there and they're like, yeah. One's like, I'm pretending I know what's going on right now. And I was like, yeah, me too, man. This is yep. perfect line. I mean, this movie very much embraces itself as being, um, you know, it's a kid's movie. And that's what I loved about it is that it was very self-aware. Like, like, I feel like there were so many times where they were like, oh, like, well, this is a movie we're in. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, right? Like, yep. Guess we're all getting paychecks at the end of the day. Yeah. So I, I yeah, I think you're going to turn around on this movie by the time we're done. I think I think I might too. Um, so then we get into a crazy chase. Uh, Max, the dog, is chasing after the henchman yep. down an alleyway. Um, we got Will Arnett chasing behind him, struggling to keep up. Struggling to keep up. He's talking into his watch like he's Dick Tracy or something. I don't know who he's talking to. Yeah, very Bond-esque. I think they want us to think the FBI is like a real, it's like not just Cops Plus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they got like these cool gadgets. Which oh, no. Like, do? I don't know. The FBI is not the CIA. I don't know. No, definitely not. But I don't know. Maybe they got cool gadgets. Who knows? Sure. Uh, Max is ahead of him, trash talking him the entire way, which I still think that Will Arnett can understand the trash talk that the dog is giving him. Yeah, it but, seems like it. But he's not. So now this has a completely different thought to, like, it changed my perspective on the opening of this movie now, right? Yep. Oh, totally. Yeah. Max knocks over a, a like, I don't like, you're supposed to be in the same team. You got an NYPD dog and you got, you know, you got an FBI guy. Like, come on, you're trying to catch bad guys. Let's work together here. I mean, I want it on my record, you know? <laughs> Max knocks over a trash can. Will Arnett's character, Frank, let's just call him Frank, I guess, uh, yep. has a really hard time dodging this trash can, which is- yep. Trips hilariously. Yeah. It's like, how did, did you pass, like, there's a training course thing you have to go through, like, to get to the FBI, like, yeah, it's probably not as hard as you think. <laughs> Dude, did you watch the beginning of uh, of uh, Silence of the Lambs? Oh, right. You mean the fact-based Silence of the Lambs? Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're totally right. Yes, the movie was based on a true story. You know people eat people, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm sure they pulled exactly from the FBI training. <laughs> <laughs> I think if there's anything in that movie they should have gotten right, it would have been that. <laughs> Or I mean, acting, you know, I mean, real. But that's not true. People do eat. Anyways, all right, we're getting off to Regardless. <laughs> Regardless of whether Chianti is a good pairing for people. <laughs> oh, yeah, anyways, so Will Arnett then tries to murder Max the dog by like barreling into him with a car, like sideswiping him. Somehow, the right. this is like their first real good foray into wild CGI of Max like jumping over the car. Spin move. Yeah, somehow being a super acrobat and dodging this unquestionable death. Which uh, uh, I'm going to throw out there: great filmmaking, great director, uh, foreshadowing for for what he. Oh can yeah! Oh, you're right. Great. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Great point. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah. So then. So and then we never talk about that again. Will Arnett tried to kill the main character of this movie. Yep. Uh, he tried to run over a duck. It's never been addressed. Never been addressed. No one talked about it. Heartbreaking. 
I don't think any CGI, by the way, no CGI dogs were hurt in the making of this film, I don't think. No, that was one of the IMDb trivia lines was no, no, any kind of animals, CGI or otherwise, were harmed in the making of the film. That's great. Yeah. Go animals. Yeah, we're a pro animal podcast, Russ. God damn it. (laughs) I guess I love dogs. You kidding me? So I thought I'd like this movie more, but anyways. Yeah. Um, we get some good cheesy lines in the opening. So they catch the the guy who's running down the, the alley there, yeah. right? Will Arnett's mm-hmm. character's got him. He's cuffing him up. We get a oh, we get a face. We get a face off though between uh, uh, Max the dog and and the criminal. You know, right? Who also seem like they understand each other. Yep. <laughs> As Max yeah. is talking to him, he's literally talking to him, and he's like, oh, no, no, you know, freaking out. And yep. Max drops a great like '80s kill line here, like time to take a bite out of crime. Like, oh yeah. Scruff McGruff over here. Yeah, right. Oof. Nice play. Well played, you know. Chicago, Illinois, 60652. <laughs> Shout out to Chicago, Illinois. Wow, look at you. <laughs> um, and then Will Arnett comes in, almost runs him over, and then uh they've got a they got a suspect in, in custody. And then we, we we jump right back to uh to New York, NYPD, right? Yeah, yeah, which is which is a treat. <laughs> like what a weird scene this is. <laughs> Well, this is where it gets really confusing if the dogs and people can talk to each other. Yeah, because there's this other dog uh, that's all of a sudden introduced to us and then also never in the movie again called Sarge, who you assume is probably in charge of something. Sarge, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, and uh, yeah, they're, like, they're having a side conversation while the FBI and the NYPD are arguing about whose jurisdiction is who for this animal crime. Yeah, um, you know, like getting into pet detective territory over here, a little bit. Uh, and Will Arnett's like, this is the first time when I'm like, oh, wait a second, they can't talk to each other because Will Arnett just goes, "Why are the dogs in this meeting? What's happening in this town?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, thank you for saying what we're all thinking again. Yeah. Very self-aware, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then they just proceed to like rattle off a bunch of animal crimes. <laughs> You're like, what about the those sloths that like murdered that guy or that uh, <laughs> that elephant that got transported like illegally smuggled from wherever? You're like, okay, this is a big problem in this universe. Yeah, I mean, he's right. They're just they're just dogs, and why so, is this, why is this dog just running around town, just doing whatever he wants? Yeah, and I think this is my biggest gripe with the movie uh, slash the Gosnell verse in general uh, is uh, Scooby Doo can talk to Shaggy, right? Uh, like Just in as far down. as I'm concerned, yeah. Why can't why can't they talk? Right, break that wall, you know. Yeah, like you've already done it. Let's do it yeah. again. Right. Just stick with it, you know. Right. So then uh, they break. This meeting breaks up. Uh, Sarge, never to be seen again, is like, all right, like, don't worry, Max, I'll see you shortly. Like, he's like, oh, I'll be right there. Well, from this, but from this meeting, though, don't, is this where we get the, where they got to team up? Or is that after the, the interrogation? Oh, no, that's after the interrogation. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. So they go to the interrogation, which is just uh, Frank, uh, Will Arnett's character, goes in to talk to the, the criminal they caught from the beginning. Right. Well, along the way, though, he meets Sparky the bomb dog. Which... <laughs> Also important character that never shows up again, who is definitely Tweak from South Park. <laughs> and one of the best things ever. It's like this, what are these, um, like a Greyhound or something. And yeah. It's like really shaky and it's got like the, the bomb vest on. It's like, what a, <laughs> it's like, right, that was funny. I'll the most neurotic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, yeah. So anyway, so the yes, then we get to the interrogation. Go on. <laughs> yeah, so we get the interrogation. Will and its characters in there, you know, fumbling around, kind of. He, it's weird because like they try to. It's like, is he supposed to be like the the, the bumbling kind of idiot FBI guy? I don't like they make him at some point in the movie, they make him into like a super cop. And then at other points they're like, Oh, nope. He's just like a bumbling idiot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Oh, he, and maybe the dog is supposed to fill the gaps where he's missing or something. I don't know. It's just kind of weak. It's like make him one thing or the other, you know? Yeah. And it's not like he's like interrogating some kind of like, he's not interrogating Hannibal Lecter over here. This criminal is awful. Like he's just like, uh, one of my favorite lines is, uh, you know, illegal pandas look a lot like legal pandas. And you're like, why would you admit that you even had a panda at all? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that makes sense. You're, you're not a good criminal. You're a terrible henchman. Uh, and, then, and then immediately, so I, I don't, you didn't write it down, so I'm assuming you missed it. The, the Lego Batman plug? Oh, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I heard it and was like, I don't know, is this really happening? Is this real life? Yes, and I also love how the the creators of this movie seemingly are insistent that Lego Batman is the only thing Will Arnett is known for. <laughs> 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 because every reference to Will Arnett is a is a Lego, is Batman. A Lego Batman. Yeah, yeah, like in the the guy the guy just says like he's like oh like well, look at you like spinning Lego man, and I'm like wait a second. What? That's a not an expression. <laughs> and then Will Arnett turns around. And he's like, "What did you just say?" <laughs> it's definitely very self-aware and definitely like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and I, and the but the reason why I noted it also is because then then right afterwards is when they give immediately immediately after is the self-aware Max going, "This is ludicrous." <laughs> Voiced by the ludicrous. Yep. Right. Yeah. It's like a little heavy-handed with all the self-awareness, like all in one, like two-minute span. It's like, all right, kind of space out a little bit. I loved it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then and then like you know the rest of the interrogation carries on. It gets it's not that interesting. There's like the whole bit about um, you know Max intimidating the witness there from uh, behind the glass and Will Arnett not really knowing and being like, oh, like look at what a good interviewer I am. I'm I, I, here. Yeah, got all the answers out of him. And then yeah. and the guy speaking of the henchman being a bad henchman, just like reveals the entire plan. Everything. <laughs> yeah. Everything. Immediately. Like, just spills, spills the beans. Uh, yeah. Just all over the floor. And is also like the dog is behind like a glass, like he's not <laughs> even in the room with him. Nope. Nope. Not that scary. <laughs> no. So then it cuts back to the, uh, the, the office here where it's the FBI and the NYPD again, trying to work together, trying to figure out a plot. Yep, uh, yep, and they're like NYPD chief's office. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And it's like, actually like they did, I feel like it's a, a kind of a well thought out crime. Like they're talking about animal smuggling, like, you know, the world's largest animal show where they're doing like, you know, tech Titans and Chinese billionaires smuggling animals. And now here's my first, uh, not being able to hear well for this movie. I, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I should have turned on the captions. Uh, I thought it was the Canadian dog show. <laughs> the first time they, the first couple times I said it, I was like, oh, okay. Then why are they in, why are they in New York? Like what's, what? All right. yeah. It was very confusing. I didn't understand what was going on. Did you figure it out? Cause I don't, I see, I don't know what you mean by that. Well, so later on, they, I, I think I finally figured, I think it's Canini. Oh, the Canini. Yeah, like canine, panini. like a panini and a canine, I think. Got it. 
because I, I thought at some point I, like I had they're like I wrote it other places there are like four other things that I thought it was um no clue thought Canadian for a long long time so like I have I think I haven't yeah it's not even that far down I have another line it's like uh is this Canadian Invitational or Canini I don't think it's a real dog show <laughs> well, I think it's definitely made up I'm gonna go with made up yeah made for the made for the movie yeah um but then I do like this is when I, this is when I I finally figured out. I don't think you figured it out yet. <laughs> this is when I figured out that dogs definitely can't talk to people. <laughs> when he has, yeah, when so he has the moment where Max has the the idea of like, oh, let me enter in and be part of the yes. dog show. So okay, find the criminals. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and I, yeah, when he's like, oh, the chief is about to have a great idea, right? That's his line he says, and he hops <laughs> up the desk and does a pose. Yep. And I was like, yeah, okay. I guess they're not. They guess they don't talk to each. I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not buying it yet. I'm not buying that they don't talk to each other. <laughs> and like, uh, and we're like reestablishing. Dogs can definitely talk to pandas. There's a lot of cross-species chatter. So you're like, why can't they just talk to people? Also, like, I, I it's, I don't know. Pet peeve of mine of like, it's like, all right, are we? If we can assume all animals can talk to each other, we should assume that they can also communicate with humans. I don't know. Yeah, and this creates the the obvious setup of hesitant FBI guy and street dog teaming up. Yep. Boom, there you go. And they've Turner got and, Hooch. and they've got to head to Vegas for this Canini dog show. I guess Canini, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. We're gonna go with it. All right. So now Max and Frank are, are paired up. They gotta team up to go to this dog show and do this thing. So what do they do? They head to Vegas. Yep, a classic Turner and Hooch, which they proceed to say eight times maybe during the movie. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, oh, this is a real regular Turner and Hooch, huh? <laughs> okay. Okie dokie. Is this the only joke you have? <laughs> yeah, and actually, so all right, well, I'll I'll talk more about Turner and Hooch later because the movie does. Uh, so they're like sitting there. There's do like the classic buddy cop radio scene where like. Well, Arnett's sitting there jamming out to some classic rock song that I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember either. It was, yeah, it didn't matter. Didn't <laughs> and then, uh, and then Max like pops the button and it flips to uh, yep. some rap song. Yeah, that I don't also don't remember. Yeah, I'm uh, blanking. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and do a bunch of like flipping back and forth, and he's like, "Wait, are you doing that on purpose?" And you're like, "Oh, okay." Again, reaffirming that they can't actually talk to each other. <laughs> uh, and I'm immediately like, I'm so bought in. I'm like, okay, this is a classic buddy cop scenario. They are Turner and Hooch. I love where this is going. Very engaged. How does the dog have the pause and knowledge, though, to change a radio station, but they can't talk to each other? I don't, yeah. And he's singing along. Uh, it's, it's dog human communication chaos right now, I think. Yeah, and I love that the voice of Max is ludicrous because then as soon as they get out of the car, like they stop the car, Will Arnett's freaking out about the dog changing the radio. Yep. Uh, and you can really, I think you can hear the hurt in Ludacris's voice when he's like, boy, this guy really doesn't like hip hop. <laughs> You're like, okay, well, All right. yeah, way to like really put it on the nose there. <laughs> Where? On the nose. Uh, and then Max just walks away. And Will Arnett's like, all right, see you later. <laughs> yeah, they have, like a little, they have like a little argument. And it's kind of weird because, again, we go back to the idea that the dog cannot talk to him. Right. It makes that scene even more weird because, like, yeah. they rode together. They had this weird radio station thing, which is yep. weird. The dog ever did that, I'd be like, this is weird, right? Yep, nope, into it. It was all very weird. Yep. They get out. They had their moment. 
okay, here's their, here's their conflict. And then like he goes to throw a hubcap or something and it fails. And Max is like, I don't go chasing, I don't chase anything. Right. Yeah. Max doesn't play fast. He doesn't play fast. And he just walks away. And it's like, you literally just let a Rottweiler just roam in Las Vegas. <laughs> like you can't talk like, it's not like you can talk to humans and be like, yeah, my owner's he's being a jerk right now. Yeah, and like I know you're like I, don't, I guess you're not supposed to like run after a dog if they're running away, but he wasn't even running. Like you can chase him down a little bit and be like, "Hey, yeah. dog, come back here." You know, he just walked away. Like Max is clearly more intelligent than most of the human characters in this movie. Yes. <laughs> like, why wouldn't you just be like, "Hey, dog, stop"? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Very strange. A lot of options there. So, All right, so we're, in, we're in Vegas now. There's our, our heroes are separated. Yep. We're almost at the Canini. We're or we're getting to the Canini dog pageant show. festival show. Show thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and Will Arnett shows up without a dog. The whole plan was obviously that Max be the dog. He shows yeah. up. Well, no, no, no. But this is what yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then this is when we meet Natasha Leone, right? That's yep. what you're getting at. Well, Natasha Leone's character is Maddie, and she is uh, also a dog groomer slash but she has a she has a dog that's in the competition, right? Yep. I had no idea she was in this movie looking at it because I did not look at the cast really ahead of time. I was like, oh, I saw Ludacris and I saw Will Arnett. Great. Sign me up. Uh, and I was like, oh, she's in this? Great. Love it. Like yeah. immediately ups the quality quotient like 10 like, points. And then I love when <laughs> Will Arnett's just like being a classic dummy. And I'm like, I would have said the same thing in, in his situation when he like walks in and he meets her and he's like, oh, uh, hey, like, is this the dog show? And she's like, yeah, like, what are you doing here? Like, where's your dog? And he's like, I don't. Like, can I borrow one? Yeah. <laughs> That's not how this works, idiot. <laughs> yeah, like... So there's a good, but there is a good uh, parallel though. So, I mean, I don't know. Here's another moment where like we had some good foreshadowing in the beginning. Uh, here's a moment of like human having awkward conversation with lady. Mm-hmm. Same thing happens with dog, which we're going to get to shortly, right? Great point. I think you're giving the authors of this too much credit, but... <laughs> I think I am too, but I'm, you know, I'm trying to figure out, you know, silver lining, I think, right? Yeah, they, they almost definitely thought that through all the way through. They were like, oh, you know what? We can, we can shadow this later on. Yeah. <laughs> so, so then we get to this like sketch. I don't, I don't know what it is. I wrote, I wrote it down. I was like, what is this place? I think I might have missed it. Is it a vet? It's like a, it looks like a kill shelter. Like it's terrifying. It's a dog prison from the outside. Yeah. And we're sitting there in this scene. I, you might have fallen asleep briefly <laughs> when we met Luther. Uh, underrated, underrated character Luther, uh, who like rolls up, tweaking on apparently catnip. We don't know it's catnip until we get into it. But he, you're like, he's on something. He's on something. Uh, again, this is a, this is a kids movie. <laughs> like, Luther shows up and he's like, he's so fucked up on catnip right now, and he's like, you got the stuff, Max. Like, like. I got some information for you, but like first the catnip. And Max is like, here's a rubber chicken. It's better for you. He's like, what? Yeah. You don't remember that scene at all? I definitely was looking away. I must've been. Yeah. He hands him a chew toy and he's like, yeah, I don't like, I don't like this message that, that Max is pushing. Like, I like, this is a, this is an extension of dare basic. Like, you know, he's like, Hey, you know, telling luther what to do with his life like don't like what if luther wants to do catnip forever like maybe that's how it makes him happy yeah. you know? <laughs> let him fucking live his life man let luther live and die as he pleases yeah back off you know yeah you know max giving him a rubber chicken like it's like it's not like it's drugs yeah 
I mean, he's a cop, so. Yeah, ridiculous. So then this is again where I'm like, <laughs> goddamn cops. So then this is, again, it's like, is it Canadian Invitational or Canini? Because I'm not, I'm still not sure. I think we're going to go with Canini because that, that seems more like canine-ish. Right. And this is when we meet uh, Felipe, my other favorite character. Felipe, voiced by the fantastic Stanley Tucci, the Tucci. Ah, love him. Love the Tucci. Uh, yeah i wrote i wrote actually i'm bought in on felipe this is turning into a classic because this movie is an all-time classic oh my god okay uh yeah so i don't know if you had anything else before this line but i love the line when felipe's like nobody makes talking dog movies anymore so they so they say that twice then don't they they say that at least a few times seemingly (laughs) I, I must have missed that dialogue because I, I caught it somewhere else. And we're like, they definitely say like, yeah, they don't make talking dog movies anymore. Yep. It's like, they're literally just making fun of, which is great. It's fun. I love that. I love that. But yeah, all right, the joke is we're done, you know? Yep. Um, but uh, I just thought it was really weird. So how did, do we know? So he meets Felipe, who is a, who is a, who is a, a champion dog show winner, right? Right, in dog prison. He's in this dog prison, roaming around, like, sees somebody sing. I hear somebody singing. You're like, oh, yeah. He's got a, a faintly French accent. <laughs> French, French, Felipe. Yeah, it's pretty Felipe, but French, small little, one of those little dogs. Ah, dog. Felipe can be French. It's spelled differently. It's got two Ps. Oh, right. Yeah, Felipe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but either way, like, so how did, how did Max know to find that? Was there a moment where he, he had no idea. He basically went up and was like, hey, I've, I'm on a mission. I've got to go find a dog show. Like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, that kind of dog show? The one I was a champion of a few years running I, until the, the incident? That is, like, that is a great, great, great imitation you did there. That's good. Thank That's you. Good. I've been really working on my uh, impression of Stanley Tucci doing an impression of a French person. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, I like that. Um, so he just shows up at this 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 Kate this kennel uh, whatever shelter finds this the the show dog who yep. won a bunch of championships Felipe here French Felipe yeah and I was just like all of a sudden very he very quickly convinces him to like just help him train yeah oh, well I mean that guy's like in a kill shelter what else is he gonna do like he I feel like Max is putting Felipe in a tough spot here You're like uh, do you want to Oh, you know something about this? Great. You can you can either escape with me or like stay here and God knows what will happen to you. <laughs> also, like Felipe just opens the cage himself, doesn't he? I don't remember. Yeah, I think he does. It's really weird. It's a very rough transition there. It's a kid's movie. Nothing makes sense. Well, it's true. It doesn't need to, right? But then, in the, like I, I called it out in a few places. I don't think we've gotten to any of the big ones yet, but like there's so many times where you're like, I don't think kids are going to get this. No. Absolutely not. Uh, which is something that I think is the mark of a good kids movie. Like when they put plenty of like Easter eggs and stuff in for adults, but I don't know. There was some of that stuff that I don't think adults would get. <laughs> All right. So we've got Max. He's still separate from Frank, his FBI buddy. Yep. Finds or whatever, randomly finds a shelter, finds this old disqualified uh, champion dog, dog, dog show winner. Yep convinces him to train him to become a champion dog show winner right and then they end up just at the at the next thing right they end up at the at the dog show the big vegas canini canadian dog show don't they yes 
Yep, exactly. And they're on like the red carpet, basically, where like all the dogs are being flaunted in. It's like there's people, there's cameras, blah blah blah. Yep, this is our first Turner and Hooch reference. There's definitely a Turner and Hooch reference right here, uh, yeah. and then there's definitely like another no one makes talking dog movies anymore when like the two dogs are talking to each other and it's like an interview, like a red carpet interview. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. It's a lot. Didn't they literally just make that joke like two minutes ago? I think so. Okay. And then, and then, so uh, the thing that I wanted to call out about the Turner and Hooch reference when I mentioned it earlier uh, is, is here. So this is when Felipe is talking about Turner and Hooch and he's talking about the movie where he's like, Oh, he's like, no, 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 uh, you're making the joke wrong because Max calls uh, Will Arnett Hooch. And you're like, no, Hooch is the dog, is what Felipe's saying. But he's like, oh, you know, like, then Hooch got typecast after that. He had to be like the bumbling idiot dog. And I was like, wait a second. So in, in, the, in the show dogs universe, Turner and Hooch exists. Hooch can't talk to Turner either. So, we're, okay, checks out. Yep. That makes sense. Uh, but Hooch is a is a is a at least nationally, if not world renowned, uh, actor that who has been typecast now as a as a shitty, stupid dog character. Like, oh, I, like, like in the dog universe, you're like, oh, this is way more complicated than I thought. This all actually tracks. And you're like, wait a second. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yeah, there's a universe inside this universe where, like, there. I think. I think. I think show dogs takes place in our timeline. Yeah. I mean, that adds a layer of depth to this very depth filled film. You know, I never thought about that. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. That's right. what I'm saying. You're going to come around on this. And then, I, 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 I mean, I slowly am. I mean, that, that's uh, that's next level right there. So then before, before, right before Max meets Daisy, I know you, you talk, you have a little bit of notes about Max and Daisy's meeting. Uh, Dante is the, like the villain dog that pops up who's uh chauncey so felipe is felipe is the you know disgraced uh dog here uh apparently went crazy at a competition once like bit his owner all kinds of bad news bears yep uh his owner apparently is the guy this guy chauncey that we get introduced to who has a new dog dante and they kind of like have a little moment the three of them Mm -hmm. and dante this dog just casually is like, oh, like we should put Felipe to sleep. Yeah. Like, you're like, what? Whoa. <laughs> Slow your roll. This is a kid's movie again. Yeah. Holy smokes. <laughs> Very adult. <laughs> Dante voiced by Alan Cumming, by the way. Right? Right, right, right. Famed all, actor. All three lines, all four lines. Yeah, that's a bit aggressive, right? To just be like, yeah, we put you to sleep, dog. Yeah, like. like- that's like, yeah, I, I don't know. It's pretty messed up. <laughs> I mean, as we've learned from the fast facts, this movie eh, had some, you know. Yeah, exactly. Real questionable elements. Real <laughs> questionable elements. <laughs> and then, Bird. like, we, we briefly meet Karma, the, uh, the shaggy dog there for a second after Dante is talking. Who, the shaggy Sha- dog. That's Shaquille O'Neal. Shaggy, shaggy, shaggy. Oh, wait, that's Shaq's voice? Oh, yeah. man. I didn't realize. Okay, that makes me way happier. The criminal mastermind, Karma. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm more than positive. Yeah, Shaquille O'Neal is Karma. Perfect. Okay, great. And then he like says some weird Aristotle quote, and I was like, mm-hmm. what? And then just disappears. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what's going on. At that point, I was like, I don't know what's happening. Dogs are just showing up, saying things, and like disappearing. I have no idea if they're talking to humans or not. Yeah. So, then, so then you have the awkward dog meeting, right? Yes. Yeah, so we have uh, Max meets his... He has his fumbling moment of meeting a fancy dog lady, right? Daisy. Daisy. 
yep. who whose owner is Maddie, right? Natasha Leone's character, who yep. Will Arnett had a fumbling moment with, and then Max has a fumbling moment with her. Kind of weird. The dogs having awkward encounter moments. I thought they just sniffed butts and moved on. Yeah, no, and they're, they're like very, uh, very personified, which I yeah. like. Extremely. Very relatable. But this whole scene just felt to me like, I mean, it was definitely like, the, all right, hey, here's the scene. We're bringing all these dog characters in and you're setting like the fanciness of this dog show, the Canadian Canadian dog show. But yeah, I don't know. It just felt like there was just a lot dropped in and people just dogs walking around saying stuff. And I was like, again, I'm still stuck on like, are they, can they talk to humans or not? Yeah, this scene was really hard to follow. Like, there was a lot of, there were, like you said, there were just too many things happening. And like, Will Arnett's still walking around, like, being the least subtle cop of all time. Like, he's just like, FBI oh. agent, FBI agent, please. Say, tomato, tomato, you know? <laughs> and he's just like wandering around, being like, oh, uh, if I were committing a crime, where would I be if I were you? Being that and wanted to do that fellow kids like (laughs) if you were to buy some exotic animal like i don't know say a panda where would i do that it's like what (laughs) yeah it's the best uh love it love it uh and then yeah so then they like they all meet up and everyone's pretending that no one can talk to each other will arnett and uh natasha leone are being weird like getting a little romantic but uh, yeah, I mean, it's not overt. It's not crazy, but okay, you sense a little thing there, you know, and you got the dog and the owner's dogs and then the owner's all matching up. Okay, yeah. this works out to be nice. But again, then, this is the moment where I, this was the, this was the moment where I was like, I don't think, so it's Leon's character, Arnett, Daisy, and Max are all hanging, or no, no, I'm sorry, it wasn't Daisy and Max, it was, um, I'm sorry, it was uh, Max and um, Felipe. Mm-hmm. And the two the two human characters are talking to each other as if, like, they can't talk to the dogs, or the dogs can't explain to them. And at this moment, finally, at this moment, I was like, they can't talk to each other. Yeah. Maybe no. I'm an idiot. Maybe I <laughs> no, like, no, no, no. But yeah, this is when it stuck for you. <laughs> yeah, this is when the landing stuck. And I was like, all right, they can't yeah. fucking talk to each other. They can't hear each other. They can't understand what's going on. Completely By the way, the rest of the film for me. This is definitely wildly confusing for any of you listening right now. And it's, it's wildly confusing for us too. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a reason why this scene is the way it is because then this is, this is also the first time we see the Panda in a thousand years is in this scene. Oh, like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're like, Oh wait, who's this? Who's like, you know, like pops in on this like crazy British guy sitting there being a crazy British guy, like be- doing very British things. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> this is where he's making like a, a, a sardine sandwich with mustard on it. He cuts it with a sword or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Oh, like gotta take the tube to big Ben. Like <laughs> what? big Ben parliament. Big ben. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, this again, I noted like the baby Panda CGI at this point, still super cute. I was like, they must have spent all their CGI budget on baby Panda. Adorable eyes, adorable Panda eyes. Like making the dogs talk does not look nearly as good. <laughs> as It's not terrible. I, I've seen no. worse, but yeah. I'm and curious. Then, because, like I want to get a, a pet Panda now. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to the cost of what it, what it costs for a Panda. We'll talk about that. Right. What's, what's a Panda really worth? And then, uh, <laughs> and then like, they cut to they cut to Will Arnett and uh, Natasha Leone and they're and they're just like yeah like well I guess we'll start tomorrow <laughs> like wait a second like, how how many days is this movie <laughs> right like like how, how long are dog shows like are they days long 
Yeah. Now that this is a day, just get it done with. Like, all right, good looking dog. You win. Move on. None of this makes any sense. And then just a quick note before we get to the next day. Yeah. Uh, they, they go home that night to, uh, which apparently, uh, at, like, Will Arnett totally fine with adopting Felipe. Like, there's no, they never really make a big deal about it, but he's like, right. Felipe uh, sleeps in bed with Will Arnett every night after this. Yeah. Totally <laughs> fine. Yeah, because there's, uh, there's a one line, there's one throwy line when Max and, and Will Arnett finally meet up because when they, right, that's right. We missed something here. We missed when, something here? Yeah, when Max is in, he's in, he's on the inside of the show and Will yeah. Arnett's stuck outside and Max gives him like the bodyguard, like, yeah, he's with me, which again, oh, yeah. that's when I still thought that the dogs could talk to humans because like, which, yeah. Because the bodyguard literally talks to the dog and he's like, oh, hey, he's with you. He's with you. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> like what? <laughs> we def- that was a very important point because that's why I was still confused later on. I was like, "Oh, I guess they can talk to each other. Like they can talk to humans." The yeah, they fuck? definitely can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on, and then and then Will's like, "All right, like everyone, like let's go to bed now." And Felipe's like, "Ooh, like Max, why don't you join us on the bed?" <laughs> and Max is like, "No, like fuck it, I always sleep on the floor." <laughs> I'm straight. I'm straight sleeping on the floor. Right, man. That's cool. And I was like, as as someone who has also slept on uh, a bathroom floor at some point, I don't know if you have rest, but oh, I have. I've slept I, on kitchen floors, bathroom floors. I slept floor. in a dumpster once. I don't know if you remember that. You slept in a dumpster. I did. No, you did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> <laughs> that when I was homeless, I didn't remember anymore. Possibly. Uh, and so yeah, so. I get it. Sleeping on sleeping on floors is rough. Uh, and you're like, why wouldn't you just go sleep on the bed with your boy Felipe? I don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. Nothing is, makes sense. Nothing makes sense at all anymore. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're all in Vegas. We got dog show. We got all Day the two. crazy cast of characters. We got crazy dogs. We got the love interest from dog to humans. Yeah. Uh, we're now at least on our plane understanding that the dogs and humans can't talk to each other completely changes the movie for me makes me a little more questioning it but whatever i'll move on makes sense Um, so then we jump into they take the next day right and it's montage time yeah which love but this is not a good montage I'm a huge montage guy and there are too many in this movie. <laughs> there are actually, there's a lot of montages. <laughs> uh, I think this is the first one though. I think this is the yes. official first montage. Yes. Complete with uh, like, I'm still at this point thinking this isn't a kid's movie. This is like a, you know, like a young adult. Like I would, I don't know. I, I still enjoy this movie. Uh, and then fart joke. And I was like, Oh, right. It's a kid's movie. <laughs> The kids, movie. all the kids are like, oh my god, that's like hilarious. He farted in the water. It's like, oh yeah. my god. Well, it's like, you waited till I was right behind you to do that, didn't you? <laughs> just like that, he's like, Ugh. like my well net. Yeah, it was pretty good, actually. Is it as good as my French Stanley Tucci? I don't know. Your, your Tucci, your French Tucci is pretty good. <laughs> French Tucci. <laughs> uh, and then, and then, and then, right after the fart joke, they they do a bikini wax situation. Yeah, I don't is so, that a thing to do to dogs for a dog show? So that was one thing I wondered. Did not look it up because I don't want to know because it's ruthless. Do not Google that. Do not <laughs> no. Google bikini wax dogs. 
No, and again, this like as soon as the fart joke's done, this brings me back to like this is not a kids movie. Like kids don't know what a bikini wax is. No, <laughs> no, not one bit. They have no idea, and it's in like the poor poor Max is screaming in pain. You're yeah. like, they didn't they didn't cut this. Yeah, it's like CGI dog torture. It's like, well, Peter's like, man, that's okay. It's not real, but. Yeah, and then it cuts to Felipe like dabbing, and you're like, okay, this firmly sets this movie in 2018. Yeah, like, I know, I know exactly what year this came out. Now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, I just want to take a step back though. Dog shows are fucking weird, aren't they? Yes, very much. I don't we understand. Get, we may get a lot of hate mail for that. We probably will. We'll probably get a lot of hate mail for a lot of stuff. If any, actually, that'd be fucking. I can't wait to get hate mail. That'd be fantastic. Right? I, I'd be excited. Yeah, please, please send us hate mail. It's this meets that at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> no, no punctuation. Just it's oh this no, meets I want that. like physical letters. We need to get a set up a PO box somewhere. You know, great point. Like, in like Arizona, so people think we live out there, and it's like, oh yeah. Yeah, send it to Scruff McGruff, <laughs> Chicago, Illinois, 60652. Like, <laughs> dog shows are fucking weird. They're, yeah. they're on par with, like, weirdness of, like, the... Yeah, I'm not even saying it. So it's, it's funny that you say that because I, I agree. And then I also wrote, I'm glad they made this more like a realistic dog show. <laughs> <laughs> I was like they like they kept, they kept the Rottweilers together. They like made yeah. it about categories. Like I feel like whoever whoever did the consulting, like somebody out of the five and a half million dollars that they spent making this movie, like you said, so yeah. much of it went to animal training, and probably yeah. half of it went to like a consultant who was like, "Let's make this like a real dog show." <laughs> real dog show. But then I have questions about: Is this really what happens in dog shows? Because there's more to it. <laughs> Um, so we get through the montage, right? And then there, we're, now we get to like the little more human interaction. I, yeah. I don't know if you got more, but we get a human interaction here between Natasha Leone's character and Felipe. Oh, yeah. Right? Because she does like a, hey, this is how you walk the dog down the, the down the, right. the, whatever, into the, into the, the dog show. Fucking the dog aisle. Yeah. The sure. dog aisle to the lion's den. Yep. And she does, and it gets to the very end, and it's like such a weird, like, so Felipe is like, yeah, this is how you do, and this is how you do these. And then it does, like, this weird flip, and I'm like, mm-hmm. what? What a waste of CG. What the, why would the dog do a flip? And by the way, this, is, this thing is really doing this. Wouldn't any of the humans be like, what the fuck? You just did a flip. I think that they, I think they reused probably some of those animations across a bunch of places in the movie, and they were probably like, oh, we got to get more use out of this. <laughs> Yeah, that that sounds about right. Um, this this so costs just fifteen thousand dollars to shoot this scene. We gotta we gotta use it more than once. <laughs> so then you have Arnett, Frank, aka Frank, and Max go up. They give it a shot, and they have their little moment of attack, right? Where where uh, they they fuck it up, and Max attacks Frank basically, bites on his pants. Right, right. And then they fall, and they're like, "Oh, this is gonna be funny. You're gonna you're gonna totally fail at this." Yeah, and then they and go the- in. Well, the whole time. So, meanwhile, in the background, there's also a weird, creepy photographer taking pictures. Oh yeah, that's right. That you can see, and you're like, oh wait, I'm intrigued by that guy. Like, wait a second, is this movie gonna have twists? Like, yeah, with, oh. his, with his extremely <laughs> long lens. <laughs> yeah, I wrote. I wrote intrigued by the weirdo taking pictures. Good storytelling. Yeah, <laughs> long lens to get those. Yeah, those so shots that he doesn't need that lens for. But yeah, 
Yeah. So then, yeah. So then, so then they, you're right. They, then they're about to walk into the actual competition here, right? When uh, Max is facing up against those other Rottweilers. Yeah. So it's a Rottweiler category as we, as you spoke before, right? Yeah. They all look the the same. And he's, he's, he's doing some trash talking basically. Yeah. He's like, like he's unintentional. I mean, here's it's unintentional and intentional. He's not intentionally winning, but he's intentionally trying to like reunite these dogs with their family. Like he's, he's like, they very, they make a huge deal about, they make a huge deal ahead of time about him and Will Arnett being like, Oh, like don't those dogs, or not him and Will Arnett, him and Felipe. They're like, don't those guys look familiar? And he's yeah. like, Oh yeah. You've seen one right while you're seeing them all, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, no, no. Like those guys all look kind of the same. Uh, and then he's like, yeah, where were you born? And does the whole, like, where were you born? Where were you born? What was your birthday? Yeah. And all the dogs are like, wait a second, we're brothers. Yeah. And then, and then they're like, oh my God, where was that? She's, this other dog's like, oh, I was also born in wherever. And they're yeah. like, mom. <laughs> yeah. It was such a weird, I mean, but was that like, but what would they say before that? Like those four dogs, weren't they talking about uh, their, their mom being like, they didn't know it was their mom, right? No, they didn't. They they were they were talking. You mean they were talking about that dog that turned out to be their mom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like picking. They were like, oh, like that dumb, dumb dog. Yeah. And Com- competition. Like the whole thing just felt a little like a lowbrow kind of like. I mean, there was a little bit of an inbred joke there too, because like all the dogs were like two of the three dogs were southern, weren't they? Oh, they made a very explicit inbreeding joke later, but yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of two inbreeding jokes. So yeah, okay, yeah, all yeah. right. Ma- made for kids. Made for kids. Made for kids. Made for kids, right? Yeah, and like I, I'm glad that we didn't like they just played it for laughs and like we didn't have to think too much about it. But like all those dogs discovering that they were brothers and that their mother like that's really fucked up. <laughs> like, yeah, they, they've been separated from their families their whole lives, and all of a sudden they're like, "Oh my god!" Like we have, we have brothers and sisters and and mothers, and like what a world. <laughs> <laughs> It was really messed up, and then like glossed over immediately. We never saw those dogs again. Nope, gone. <laughs> Whatever. You're you're nothing. So then they all go. They they so Max is basically egging them on, right? And they all figure it out. They're all related, and then they go and after the mom dog, whatever. And I guess I guess that is how you yeah, because they're they're not controlled, so they lose. So Max wins because he's just standing there. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So he, gets, he gets away with a little, you know, with a little bit of a move there, you know. Yeah, and then plays it off as a nice guy, I'm like, oh well, I just, I just really wanted to see that family reunited. And you're like, yeah, well, like, fuck you, you won, right? I mean, that's a little bit of street. It's a street move right there. I, I mean, I, you know, I respect it. So fair enough. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Yes, I think we should keep those in for someday when we have ads. Like, pretend there was an ad break, listeners. <laughs> We need to do better. We need to do a better job of engaging the listeners. Listeners, yeah. pretend there was an ad break, and we're back. Here we are. Um, so their first win, first big win off of some street trash talk from Max to the other Rottweilers. Huge. Letting them all know that they're basically inbred uh, Southerners. That's basically what that came down to. Sure. That was that joke. You were um, born in Kentucky too? No way. I was born okay. in Kentucky. Yeah, okay. I'm a mutt of many mysteries. Love it. Great line. So much alliteration. I really like, like, I, I think, I mean, we call it out. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I called it out in every episode that we've done this season. I'm breaking our, our podcast up into seasons. I just decided. I love it. Uh, 
Yes. Yes. Season one here. Uh, every episode so far, basically. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. The season's short. <laughs> yeah. See if we edit that out or not. <laughs> uh, season one so far, every episode I've been like, uh, it's almost like somebody read a book called like writing a movie for dummies <laughs> and, then, like, and then wrote the movie based on that because yeah. they're like, they're like, Oh, uh, make sure you allude to things and then call them back later. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll just say the same line twice. That counts, right? <laughs> It'll set a path, but when you do it a little too much, just, you know, kind of goes, uh, yeah. Yeah. So then it comes from there to, uh, they're like, okay, guys, like the after the secret cool after party where all this shady shit. This is the lead that we were talking about earlier. Right. Frank so, Frank gets the lead. First like, dog show thing, tournament round, whatever is over. Yep. And now we're in the post party. Right. Where Frank gets the lead, like, oh, uh, if you're looking for some illicit animal sales, shit's going down tonight in an abandoned warehouse outside of town. And you're like, so, oh, everything awesome happens at an abandoned warehouse outside of town. So that's when we roll up and Max and Felipe are talking. Felipe is like, I don't know, Max, what kind of parties at an abandoned warehouse? And I'm like, the best kind of parties. Like, yeah, fuck man. you. <laughs> yeah, seriously, yeah. like the best kind of parties happen there. So hold on one second. Maybe this is something, <laughs> or maybe my, my brain logic here is off. So they, hold on. The abandoned warehouse is where the panda is, right? Yep. Okay. Where is this abandoned warehouse? Did they actually say it's like... They said on the outskirts of town. Okay. That's great because there is a massive time shift gaffe, I think, later on in this movie. Probably. I wouldn't be surprised by that. <laughs> but we'll move on. Yeah. And to make you feel better, uh, this is when I like officially, officially... I know I had a couple of times earlier where I was like, all right, they can't communicate, right? <laughs> this is when I officially, officially knew... Because they said it explicitly. This is when uh, Max says a couple lines and then Will Knight goes, why am I talking to a dog? <laughs> and I go, oh, okay, for sure this time. <laughs> I'm positive, or am I? Yeah, no, no, they can't talk to dogs. Humans and dogs can't talk to each other. Yeah, and we haven't mentioned it yet, but can we talk about Will Arnett's like, fake, uh, Frank, Frank the character, his like fake name? Wellington up still. It's pretty fucking great. I mean, why? <laughs> why would you do that? <laughs> I don't know, but it's so over the top and it's very dog show. That's a dog show name, man. Like, yeah. of course you want to go high and fluting, right? Wellington. I guess you're right. I, I didn't catch it the first few because I, I seemingly they said it a bunch before now. This is the first time when they said it and I was like, wait, what? Wellington up still? That's. <laughs> I didn't catch it even once. So yeah, you're, better, you're a better man than I because I that's a great name. Fair enough. So uh, also in this scene, like this is when Will Arnett meets uh, the bat, the actual bad guy. Oh right. Well, does he? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What's uh, what's that guy's name? Mm. <laughs> mm, we should have planned this. Mm, yeah, doesn't matter. No, nope, we're gonna let this roll. This is fine. It's okay. Mm. <laughs> It's not him. It's not Andy Beckwith. No. <laughs> it's not the guy who does like the weird forest breeding thing. It's definitely not Sprinkles. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, not even in the movie. Where is he? <laughs> is it? Is it like? No. That's like yeah, the name. Guy. Yeah. Senor Senor Gabriel. Yeah. Gabriel. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Senor Gabriel. <laughs> 
this is the, this is the first time uh, the first time Will Arnett meets him, and they're just like they're chatting, and Will Arnett's like, "Where did you say you were from?" And he goes, mm, "Here and there." I was like, "What a great line!" <laughs> like, <laughs> like he says that to someone like here and there, like what? Clearly, you're a bad guy because no one answers a question like that. Like that was you know that's ambiguity. <laughs> Yeah, really good writing. And then, so like, this is when I know your next, uh, this is when you start having notes uh, on this part. We're talking about the the pool scenario. Uh, so Max is like talking to Felipe and he's like, oh, what's that? Like, why aren't there no dogs in the pool? Like, that's crazy. That's what a, it's a hot night. Why wouldn't we all party in the pool? Well, Felipe, well, hold on huh? though. Before that though, Max sees the four, four or five shady dudes who look like they're shady, who look like they're the guys up talking in a room remember that oh i thought that happened like an hour ago oh wait oh no wait, no, I, wait. oh i thought that happened after he they started the you no it, it was after he was wet he, yeah. he he got real wet in the pool no no that he, was no that was his distraction because he needed to create a distraction you, no so, no yeah, yeah yes so he needed to create, he needed to create, <laughs> tell me what you think tell me what you think happened yeah right so he somehow just whatever sees four sketchy looking dudes hanging out. We, there's like like two guys we have, we've never been introduced to. There's yep. two bodyguards by the doors, and he's like, "Oh, there's a bodyguard by the door. There's a bodyguard by the door." And yep. there's two guys we've never been introduced to yet. They look just shady, whatever they're supposed to. Then there's like Dante's owner, yep. and then that's it, right? And they're all chatting in a room, and he's, he's up there, and he's like, "Oh, I need to get up there and hear that conversation. I need to." Which, by the way. Again, this is a problem. How can a dog who who doesn't speak human language? Oh, he does though. Yeah. So that and that's the thing. It comes up later. But the, he says the he dogs to... speak human, but the humans can't speak dog. Oh, uh, okay. That okay. That makes sense. Okay. So he says like, oh, I need to create a distraction so I can get up there because the two bodyguards, right? And he's like, oh, the pool. There's water, whatever. And he jumps in and he creates this whole dog. Uh, uprising to be like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go in the pool. Let's do it. Okay. So we are, we are on the same page then. I thought you were getting to the next part when he actually goes up to that, that room with the crowd. No, 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 no. no. Okay. Yeah. So, you're, you're, so yeah, totally spot on. Uh, sees those guys. He's like, we had to create a distraction. Why aren't we all swimming in this pool? Let's fucking go swim in this pool right now. Yep. Uh, and then like I th- the mixing was terrible. The audio mixing on this movie. I like, it sounds, I mean, you had the subtitles on for probably at some point because I know you had the uh, you had the audio descriptors on and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> uh, and I wish I did because I couldn't hear anything. That, like there were, this is when all the celebrity dogs, I feel like, showed up. There's like yeah. every celebrity that we haven't talked about so far is now a voice of someone. And they're yeah. all like, wait a second, those guys are in the pool? We should get in the pool. We're all jumping in. Yeah. And like, and we're running through this and I can't hear anything any of them are saying because there's... Yeah. Just blaring music fucking chaos it's chaos of on on new proportions that just make no sense whatsoever yep and that's when max then goes up to the room right because the two bodyguards for some fucking reason think they need to remove themselves from this very important sketchy conversation to go yep. deal with a bunch of dogs jumping in a pool yeah which i don't know if this is a movie mistake or not but as soon as max goes up to that room he looks dry as the desert <laughs> i was i was gonna call that out but he's like in the pool he comes out of the pool he's real wet and then he just shows up at the top of the stairs like and he's dry 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 as a bone dry drier than 
than dry. Yep. So keep keep that in. <laughs> I was trying to think of something like I don't know what's drier dry than dry. Well, I was gonna say like drier than Ben Shapiro's wife, but <laughs> wow. <laughs> I need to edit that one out. Oh my god. You heard, you heard about all that, right? Yeah. <laughs> we'll leave that in. Fuck it. Why not? No one's yeah. listening. Um, so, all right. So he goes up. The bodyguards are gone, which I don't still get why he had, because the bodyguards are in the room. And all he does, he goes up to the room, he puts his ear to the door, and that's it. He's a, <laughs> which, and he's, a, he's a dog who can't communicate to humans, but he can understand what they're saying. Right. And dogs have particularly good hearing. So this, I think this checks out. This scene makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> this one makes sense. Yeah. All right. Okay, I'll buy that. I'm gonna, the, most, I'm gonna the most scientifically sound scene we've had so far. I'm gonna lean into that a little bit, and then the the criminals uh, inside decide that okay, conversation's over. Which I don't know how he didn't hear because he's whatever. Anyways, right. They open a the door. He stumbles into the room has an awkward moment with all the bad guys or supposed bad guys. Uh, and they're like, what, why is this dog in here? Maybe he was listening to our conversation. Maybe he can understand our conversation. We should probably kill him. Yep. That was a look on their faces, which makes yep. no sense. Agreed. Uh, and he's like freaking out. He's like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta come up with some, come up with some Max, come up with some Max. And he decides to go with the old, and his eyes and mouth and he's just doing stupid stuff and starts dragging his ass across the floor yeah i wanted it to be like a nice benny hill moment yeah <laughs> yeah um that's nope. what it seemed like to me because <laughs> like they made they i think the cgi in this scene it, like this whole scene in general i feel like the cgi was particularly egregious um like this was the first time because it was at some point in the scene in the middle of this the panda starts like wandering around uh, the room there and like that's when the CGI starts getting bad <laughs> and you're yeah. like oh the panda actually looks like shit now and also uh, Max like the his like eyes are bugging out of his head while he's like sliding around on the floor and his tongue's like lolling out really unnaturally and you're like yeah. ah wait a second it basically uh, looked like Scooby Doo 2002 CGI it's like let's just grab that and just whatever don't worry about it. it's kids they don't care they don't yeah. Care. And then the and then the punchline of that because that like this is his distraction right to get those guys like off his case the punchline to that they're just like inbreeding huh yeah <laughs> you're like wait <laughs> that's not a joke <laughs> <laughs> not a joke at all yeah so ruthless so then like the this is when they cut back to the panda who's like running around in a bad CGI and the panda's like. Uh, getting on the carousel and it's which, which is which the cutest thing way, of all we, time did we cover the fact that the panda escaped from the uh the old english guy oh it's uh, this is happening now no we haven't talked about it yet this is okay. happening like concurrently with what we're talking about right? right yeah so dog dragging his ass on the pandas so so this is where i gotta i gotta, I gotta jump back here right so the panda was in the cage in a warehouse outside right. of town right how did the panda escape and all of a sudden is now in the dog show area? No, no, no. This is at the, this is the after party at the warehouse outside of town. Remember like what kind of parties happen in abandoned warehouses? 
Oh, it's the house. Oh, this after- is that whole scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the after party was at the abandoned warehouse where the panda was being held. Exactly. That threw me off because I was like, wait, what? What is going on here? Like, okay. No, it makes perfect sense, Russ. It's a very well written movie. I guess kids could probably <laughs> figure this out better than I could, but possibly. <laughs> totally plausible, too. Yeah. So the panda escapes from his cage, and the British guy's like, oi, uh, soccer and uh, bang is a mash. And then, like, runs around and, like, trying to chase the panda. The panda gets on the carousel. It's the cutest damn thing of all time. It is pretty adorable. Uh, and then, like, and then it cuts to Max trying to run a military operation here. He's like, report immediately to your CO uh, to, uh, we haven't, we haven't mentioned him, I don't think, but we talked about um, Sprinkles. Uh, sprinkles. Yeah. Uh, like, Sprinkles is a, is a key factor in this movie. All three lines of him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and this is one of them when he's like talking to him and he's like, report to your CEO. And he's like, oh yeah, like, uh, I'm so excited. This is a, like, the first time I've been in a military operation. <laughs> like, Wait, what? And you're like, what? this isn't, this isn't written for kids at all. Like they definitely don't know what a CO is. Most of the adults listening don't know that CO stands for commanding officer. Like that's, that's not a thing. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, so then, then the photographer, the mystery photographer from earlier pops up. The perfect amount of creep. Yeah, with the super long lens, yet again. Yep. yep. Now, can you tell me what kind of dog uh, Persephone was? Was no. we'll talk, Ru, the RuPaul dog? Absolutely. Um, no clue what that dog was. Yeah, and he, I think he said, "My old English whippy wow wow." So maybe he's doing a chihuahua thing like you. Oh, maybe yeah, whippy wow wow. Maybe. I don't, maybe I, don't know. I don't know. I really can't say. But, like, terrible. The terrible CGI on this dog. I mean, I know it's a real dog, but also, yikes. It gets, yeah, it kind of downgrades a little bit here at this moment, right? But, so we get but we get introduced to the, the RuPaul dog, which is important. Right. But not really. Not really. Not really. <laughs> it's, like, not important at all in any way or fashion until post-credits basically yeah well and then so and here's the thing though they cut those uh creepy touching dog junk scenes because they were like oh they like can you like can you imagine the message we're sending our kids here mm-hmm. like they're like this is a weird non-consent thing where he's like oh like we should breed our puppies together and you're like can you imagine how glorious their puppies would be right the rupaul uh, the rupaul owner dog owner is kind of creepy yeah and he wants to breed the the the, um, the English RuPaul voice dog with with Max. Yeah, and to, like all the all the weird breeding stuff in this movie is like extra weird because the dogs are sentient. <laughs> like <laughs> like for like Will Arnett for the, is like oh shit, uh, my dog doesn't want. He literally says my dog doesn't want to do it. <laughs> and you're and and the creepy photographer said, literally says. What do you care what your dog wants? And you're like, wait, there's a crazy lesson here about consent. <laughs> like what? Yeah, that I really appreciate. Like, or I'm like, oh, I'm glad we're teaching kids. Like, like this is the opposite of earlier, I guess. Maybe that's what it is. Like, this is the opposite. Where like, oh, you should teach your kids bodily autonomy. Uh, right. Like, you you have the right to say no. Yes. Like, <laughs> if you feel uncomfortable saying no, but yeah, that was a really weird scene. It was just all out weird, weirdly out of place. Like, I don't know. Yeah, but that was, was that was, but that was a moment that that's where like Arnett, Will Arnett's character Frank and the dog actually connect, right? Because like, right. 
dog looks up at him. He's like, you know, whining like, no, 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 no. And he looks at him. He's like, all right, I got you, bud. And he's like, no. But it was like, oh, I don't like, want to have sex with that dog. <laughs> is this the moment? So did you tell me this is the moment where, the do- <laughs> where their characters connect is over like forced breeding? Like, yeah, it's fucked up. It's a really messed up movie, dude. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, it really, it really actually is. So, yeah. yeah. So we're going to move on from that because that's well, a little dark. No, but speaking of messed up, then the, the guy catches the panda. <laughs> he's, like, right. he's like, oh, got the panda now. And he like walks up to this like sketchy dark room full of- Goes into the back, uh, the back of the warehouse, the back back of the warehouse where the after party is into the warehouse where he's been hanging out the entire time with his panda. Yep. Literally a doorway away from after party. Yep. I don't get the, like the sun. I don't get that. Anyway. No, no, nothing makes sense. Hey folks, Jared here. Uh, Show Dogs was a lot of fun, and as you can tell, but too much for one episode, so we decided to split this one up into two parts. Part two will be coming out on Thursday, so stay tuned whenever you get your podcast, and we'll be in your ears then. Uh, in the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at It's This Meets That and ITMTPod on Twitter. Or if you're feeling old fashioned, send us an email at It's This Meets That at gmail.com. As always, you can find all our episodes at It's This Meets That.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you.